Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Casa Romo Cochino Mexicana in Ardmore. And later in the show, $1 billion in solar investment coming to Oklahoma. Nombre es Brett. And I am Harley. Buenvenidos, everyone. This is a new, a new day on the show. And another gym we're going to be talking about today. Like a diamond yes. in the, not necessarily the rough, but... Um, I'm going to say a diamond in the softball diamond. The softball diamond. Yeah, so we had a softball tournament in Ardmore. Yes, you did. Which I'm going to say... Who? E for effort. Dude, I don't like... Are you a proponent of... of, I'm going to just say it before you say what happened. Are you for or against participation trophies? I don't like participation trophies. Okay. I have a real issue with softball tournament structure. Why? Because they they don't make sense. The games are short, though. Uh, Yeah, but that's not the point. Okay. The, The problem I have is give me a double elimination tournament any day of the week. You you win two in a row and you're done. Yeah. So our girls, you know, they played their hearts out, but we lost four games <sighs> in a two day tournament, and I have no no explanation for why we were involved in any games on the second day. It doesn't make sense to yeah. me. Do a double elimination tournament. Well, the only thing to explain it is somehow, some way, a, a team. You know, the funny thing about tournaments, we, it's like one of those things where. If so-and-so wins, then we're in or losing. They don't make sense. Uh, We literally lost twice to the same team. Why would we play the same team twice? They already beat us. I've I've been in similar situations playing softball. I don't understand it. And and furthermore, unless you have the heart to to play them again and win, you know, like it's like in the movies where you're like, you know, you're you're karate kicking against the All-Valley in the All-Valley tournament against Cobra Kai. You come back and win somehow. That's the only way. You know, but to go and get your ass whipped twice, if they won, you probably wouldn't have you've been okay with it. I just don't like the structure. Yeah, I get it. Like, do a winner's bracket, loser's bracket. Yeah. And just, like, do it. Yeah, do it. Like, I understand there are going to be teams that don't win. We We happen to be that team or one of those teams this go around. But we should have been done it, too. That and to further... Your point, that's a long drive. I've walked across the yard and got a worse ass whipping. Driving all the way to Ardmore, Oklahoma, just to get your ass handed to you. I would be mad at the... the, Would you have cared about the tournament structure if they'd have won the whole thing, though? (laughs) Honestly, it's still kind of screwball. It It really is still kind of screwball. I don't like the structure. So, uh, there are a whole lot of things that they do where I'm like, why are we doing it this way? The... The weird amount of games that you play, even if you're winning or whether you're winning or losing, yeah, that didn't make sense to me. The we're gonna play one hour, yeah, for this part of the tournament, but later on we're gonna play until at least the third inning, the end of the third inning, mm-hmm. and then later on we're only gonna play for an hour. We're gonna play two innings the next time, right? Because we have a, a one hour time limit now. All of a sudden, yeah. If you just do the double elimination, you start on Saturday morning, you're done by Sunday evening no matter what. 
because the two brackets they whittle themselves down naturally. Yeah. So not having the the natural whittling down of total teams, you have this weird change in the amount of time that they're playing. It just seemed off. Okay, you don't like the structure of tournaments. Kids, even hell, even adults, when you get slapped around, it's hard to find that intestinal fortitude for the second game. And then when you got to play the assholes that stomped you into the ground again, your head's really got to be in it. Yeah. And I think you lose four games. I, I Let's be realistic. You but, do the math. I'll let you do the math because 70% of the time I'm wrong. <laughs> but it's mental. 70% of the time I'm wrong at least no, half of the time. It's a, it's as much a, sports as much a mental game as it is physical. It is, but that's, so this is a summer league. Okay. Our team has a limited number of girls yeah. playing anyway. Yeah. And there, there are a couple of injuries on the team. And then it's far away, yeah. so some of the people couldn't be there for the whole weekend. Like, some of the girls couldn't be there for Sunday. So they are playing so they the were playing on Saturday. And playing longer. Right. Not getting rest. Yeah, and, so, again, yeah. it's, you know, it's a, tough de- it's a tough situation all the way around. Yeah. I just wish there was a set guideline for the tournament structure that you could know what you're expecting going in. Yeah, I miss playing tournament. And it's mostly the summer summer league stuff is mainly tournaments anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Well, for the most part, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so Amber and I had the evening off on Saturday because all of the girls went back to the hotel after the games uh, to play in the pool, do eat pizza, stuff. all that sort yeah, of yeah. stuff. Uh, so Amber and I had an opportunity to go to dinner, and it's Ardmore. We've been working to find all of the great restaurants in Ardmore, and we found a gym. It sounds like it. Dude, I'm telling you. When you report back, typically, I know I've swung and missed, and I've I've misled, but you were beaming about this place. I was really impressed. Yeah, you called me on a Saturday night to tell me about it. Which, I'm obviously interfering with your toddler. No, I was at the grocery store. I was... Got to go to the store. You know, when you're when you got small children, going to the store is like going to the strip joint. It's like a vacation. <laughs> like they had all this stuff. Go ahead. But uh, Casa Romo on Main Street in Ardmore. Yeah, dude, I've driven around Ardmore a lot, and I wouldn't have looked down this particular stretch of Main Street for a restaurant that was open at seven or eight o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah. Like, I'm used to Saturday nights, downtown kind of... Kind of dies out. Kind of dies out in most towns. Yeah. So, as many times as I've been to Ardmore, I never would have thought to look down this road. Uh, But we found it. It's in an old historic building. And you can tell, dude, the owners, the staff, they take pride in what they do. So, as far as the interior goes, it's, I'm going to say, borderline elegant. Hmm. It is a long building, like a deep building. Yeah. In downtown, a renovated old 1920s building. I don't know what it was before. Probably a department store or something like that. But completely renovated. It's decked out really nice. All of the exposed I love that. I love that about places that do that. They went the extra mile on that. That's Mm -hmm. all cleaned up and painted all the same color. So it doesn't look like anything's going to fall out of some weird, dusty corner or anything like Mm -hmm. that. It's gorgeous. Well, when I, you know, we've talked about this again and again and again. An example of a restaurant or a location where they took what was there and made it even better is Decentios. When you go in there, 
they have the kind of the same ambiance a little bit where the exposed you you see the 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 original brick it goes all the way up you've mm-hmm. got the exposed with the ventilation stuff it can be to where it's not tastefully done it can what i like is again how you're describing uh casa romo is they've taken that and went the extra mile. because think about it for a second you could just as easily cut cut a room like that in half not mm-hmm. go all the way but obviously you expect people to fill the place up Yes, and I guarantee you they do this on a regular basis. Yeah. Back to what you were saying about Decentios, one of the things that I've talked about the very first time we talked about Decentios is Mm -hmm. how clean their bathrooms are. Yeah. Dude, same same situation. You walked it, I walked into this bathroom and you would have thought nobody had ever been in that bathroom before me. See, there are times where I'm like, man, I love the food, but these bathrooms need work. Right. (laughs) You know, some of the best restaurants, you can't, you can't flush the toilet. Because there's a sign that says, don't flush the toilet. <laughs> the service was great. Our, yeah. our server was a real character. He was funny. He was cracking jokes. He wanted to make sure we were having a good time. And again, we were there kind of later in the evening, so yeah. and it wasn't super busy. But there were a couple of bigger groups throughout the restaurant. But you honestly couldn't tell because the restaurant is so big. Yeah. It's really long. Mm-hmm. And they kind of had everybody separated kind of let every group have their own little part of the restaurant right so our waiter was running back and forth a lot but he was doing a really good a really good job he was excited about what he was doing and he tried to interact with us on a personal level which i i appreciate when i'm being waited on there is nothing worse i always tip pretty well but my tipometer stop starts the minute i the minute i'm seated at a table mm-hmm. if you're super busy I'm a little bit more flexible with, right? you know, okay, my water's good. They don't know I drink, you know, three glasses of water in five minutes. It's not their fault. But I'm I'm always kind of paying attention to the quality of service. Is everyone is this table getting more attention than that table? And obviously, where am I in the mix? I like, though, how you're kind of saying he's doing his best to kind of go bing, bang, boom. Right. A lot of places that are even smaller than that struggle with, with quality of service. I don't care how good the food is. If the service is shite, I, I can't. I can't recommend you. I can't say I'd ever be back. Which is, you know, we've talked about Ardmore in particular. How, how you know, on the edge of town, there's quality is kind of, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So knowing that I can drive in, there's a great Mexican restaurant that I could if I just drove a little bit farther. Oh yeah, just a little bit farther. I'm sold already. Ardmore has a ton of restaurants right there on the highway. Yes, it's convenient, but most of them are fast food. Con- big fast food chains. Convenient isn't better. Right. It's really not. I, I do want to touch on it. The value was through the roof. Really? The food was great. Across the board, and we can talk about what yeah, we yeah. had and that sort of stuff. That's fine. The portions were huge. And Amber and I ate for... Under $25. Are you kidding? Swear to God. under t- That's unheard of. Dude, you can't do that at Wendy's right now. No. I, I've been to restaurants that I, that I enjoy that aren't fancy at all, and it's forty five fifty with tip out the door. Right. And so, I, yeah. to start off, mm-hmm. they bring out two salsas, one hot, one mild. Really? Yeah. And Most of the time, you have to ask for that. The hot wasn't, it wasn't habanero hot. It had a little bite to it, but Amber could eat it. See, and Amber makes some pretty some some salsa that's 
She won't spicy touch, today. She won't touch that habanero. But it's a little spicy today. Yeah. But by Sunday, you better eat it because by Monday, it, it's going to burn you alive. A we lot burn, of, burn through the Tupperware. A lot of Mexican restaurants, if you go, pss, pss, where's your hot salsa? They'll bring out their ah. They'll bring out their their secret menu salsa. Right. So I wonder if they have one of those. I don't know. I didn't ask. Huh. We did order some queso. Yeah. Uh, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Was it like a queso blanco or just your? Oops, they or, actually had both versions. I okay. believe that we got the blanco. Okay. Um, I had a fajita burrito. So basically, all of the ingredients that you would put in a fajita plus black beans. And rice mm-hmm. just coated in queso. It was amazing. I ate about half of it before I realized that I was completely stuffed. And then I ate about half of what was left. Did you, I mean, did you eat a bunch of chips and salsa or was it just filling? Yeah, it was just a lot. It And it was good. Like, okay. I couldn't stop eating when I just hit, like, oh, I'm full. Right, the wall. You, you, you took a, you went... Uh, he burped. It was yeah. like, all right, we're had, going back in. I had to go in for a few more bites after that. Huh. Uh, Amber had the chicken chimichanga, or chicken chimichanga, which she loved. I thought it was great. One of the things I'm going to give them five stars on. <laughs> Not three out of five and tell me you loved it. Go ahead. Their tortillas have to be fresh made. Yeah. They were super soft and super fluffy. Almost Dude, kind was, of bubbly was, a little bit. Kind of, they just kind of melt. It was like a buttery pillow. Here's the thing. Much like a sandwich, it really comes down to, sure, the toppings and the da-da-da, but it's all about the... It it almost feels like any type of bread makes anything better, but damn good bread or a damn good tortilla... Yeah, it changes the game. You can fill up on some good tortillas before the, the real meal hits. Oh, yeah. And then if they put the flour tortilla that you've been eating on... In the burrito or in the what? Yeah, did forget about it. Yeah, it's over. Anyway, the, the food was great. The servings again, like I said, were huge, and dude, it was cheap. Like yeah. I got a burrito that was like the size of my head, and it was ten dollars. Really? So great, great value for what you're getting. The food was great. They do have some dessert options mm. that I think may trigger you. To, to visit Ardmore. They have a peanut butter pie. Oh, man. Which I didn't order, but I saw. Like, I had... Vi- I had, you saw a wedge. I saw a wedge of the peanut butter pie. It looked amazing. By the way, I saw another table had, had actually ordered fajitas. You know, they bring out the fajitas. They smelled great. You could smell them coming a mile away. And they bring them over to the table that's, a, you know, a few tables away from us. And... The girl's there, and she's talking to him and kind of giggling and laughing. And then all of a sudden, whoo, they lit those damn fajitas on fire, dude. There was a four-foot flame. I've never seen this fajitas is, come out flaming before. This place, shit, I gotta go. And as a matter <laughs> of fact, I'm I'm going to be leaving Oklahoma, Oklahoma at about lunchtime. And by the time I got down there, by about one o'clock or so, I know you don't like when I pull through places that we've already talked about, but technically, we're not talking about this. <laughs> so I think the I use we use embargo a lot. I think the the embargo will be lifted by then. I it'll be, it'll be okay for me to talk about it. <laughs> no, I might 
this might be the one. I, I really hope I'm everything you're saying. I'm believing everything. I'm believing all the words that come out of your mouth. I'm gonna say if the food was half as good as it actually was, yeah, that you still wouldn't mind paying the amount of money that you pay for a meal there. Like it's that much of a value. I'm looking forward to going. Oh, where's the manager? And not and not to complain, but to and then where's the cook? <laughs> I've been known to do that, and I mostly I embarrass the people that are with me. But yeah, I, my friend told me that you had flaming queso. Where's my flaming queso? She just brought out this queso and dropped it on the table. Uh, sir, maybe he was talking about the pitas. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's something better be put on fire. And if the uh, yeah, if the fajitas, I've just thought of like what could be the headline of my review for the fajitas if they're not what you made them out to be. More like filet mignon, like filet mignon, get it, filet mignon. <laughs> um, but no, but let's, can we talk about, and I have no, some of the best Mexican food I've had was eaten out of a place that used to be a Brahms. Some of the best Mexican food I've had. Had wheels on it? Yeah, came out of the back of a school bus. Dude, so. we used to eat at a taco truck. Yes. You could throw a freaking hacky sack at. Yes. Take that food from that food truck yeah. and put it in a nice building, and that's what you got. But Great job. Furthermore, the fact that they've repurposed a department store or whatever they did to make it their own, to not only, I think that what that also does is welcomes the community in. They, the community sees that they're embracing, because there are still some old guards. There are mm-hmm. still people that, there's a lot of it happening. There's a lot of that that uh, type of renaissance that's happening throughout small towns throughout the state of Oklahoma. But it's just nice to, it, it's just nice to see. It's nice to see that these buildings and storefronts are being turned into something useful, not some rainy day idea that never makes it. It goes back to what I said earlier. You could tell the owners and the employees really take pride in what they do. I mean, they've got peanut butter pie. I don't need them to take pride. I need them to bring the pie out. <laughs> or take pride in their pie and bring it to me. Well, for more information on a strawberry syrup of pia, you, you can slip over to facebook.com slash Casa Romo Cochino Mexicana for all the details. And after the break, we're going to discuss the sunny days in Oklahoma's future. I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the Southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. So, Brett, our new story comes from AP News. Big time. I mean, it's probably better than what was the last news story we read about. It was the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail. We, or UK Mirror. We kind of went to the other end of the spectrum. But Sean Murphy over at AP News headlined, Oklahoma Lures Enel Solar Panel Manufacturing Facility with $180 million incentive package. How do you feel about the future of solar? Um, I really would like, overall, I would like for humanity to be having discussions around nuclear. That's a, a personal... More of a personal choice. Yeah. 
Well, I kind of look at solar and go, okay, I see what you're saying, but you remember when, when wind power was like the next thing? Yes. I, can we agree that the wind power thing's been kind of a dud? It, it, I, I'm sure that it adds into the overall... The... But, it, but it's not doing anything for you. Oh, absolutely not. Right, or me, or I think you really have to have money. But if you, you the farther, the closer you get to Lawton, like you, you look out at, I know this isn't about solar, but it's about, to me, I'm not saying that solar power energy and wind energy aren't, that are, they're gimmicks. I mean, I just. It's not, it's not a gimmick. Don't get me wrong. I think, though, that at the end of the day, they're unreliable. Yeah. Because the sun doesn't always shine and the wind doesn't always blow. Yeah. So you have to have a backup power source. And we, as a society, don't want that to be petroleum. Mm-hmm. And nuclear is the logical choice. That's my personal opinion. But the minute you say nuclear, we think of nuclear fallout, right. nuclear, you know, yes. testing the freaking Oppenheimer bomb, basically. Kevin Stitt said in his State of the State address that Enel North America says it's planning to invest more than $1 billion and is going to create 1,000 new jobs with solar cell and panel manufacturing in eastern Oklahoma. I think it's a great idea, great idea from the new job standpoint, but I still think there's a lot of people that look at solar power. The vast majority, I would and again, we're not, I'm not going to do my percentages, but I think the vast majority of people, it's as divided as... Solar power is a Democrat thing. You know what I mean? I think Okay, but that's not the point. And we're not building they're not talking about building solar panel farms in Oklahoma. They're talking about manufacturing I, solar panels to sell to people. I know, but we who's buying build- it? That, that's the thing. Who's what's our target demographic? Not everybody's on board. Don't you think more people I'm just saying, devil's advocate here, don't you think more people will be on board with solar? I I mean, they hit my door once a week asking me about solar panels. I don't care who's on board. If Enel is selling them, they can sell them to whoever they want. Well, I know. But I'm just coming from a stamp from a consumer side, not a billion dollar side. Who is our target demographic? If nobody's buying, what happens? They are buying. I'm, dude, I don't know if you've noticed or not, just driving around, the number of people that ha- now have solar panels on their house is dramatically higher than it was 20 years ago. But furthering your point and kind of doubling back when you said, it's unreliable. I mean, could someone sell you solar panels? Absolutely. Under what? What's the what's the elevator pitch that gets you to buy? I mean, you're saying it's unreliable. What? It's not that it's unreliable as a technology. It's unreliable, and you can't use it as a primary power source, right? Because the sun doesn't shine 24 hours a day on your house, so you have to have another form of power. Gotcha. Which means huh? that it had for me as a consumer the solar panel has to pay me back sometime soon. And I think the same people that got on the wind power thing are still waiting still, still waiting to get paid back some. But I hear you. I, 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 it's a $1 billion deal, 1,400, 1400 permanent jobs. That's great news, especially for eastern Oklahoma. Yeah, and uh, more, more importantly, the amount of commercial activity that it's going to add to the area, you're adding... Over a thousand new jobs to the state, but you have to build it first. Yeah, that's contractors, that's suppliers, that that's a whole lot of activity. Mm-hmm. And then construction is going to start this fall in Enola. And dude, we didn't have to pay that much, or we're not paying anything actually 
we're the state and Governor Stitt offered a hundred a hundred and eighty million dollars in tax rebates to this company. So basically, if your tax bill's this to the state, you don't have to pay it until you're until you hit the one hundred eighty yeah. million mark. Yeah, that's still money in the pocket of the state well, and the thousand people that work there and all the people that had to build it. It's a it's a good deal. So where is this where is this company? I I mean, granted, I don't have my finger on the pulse of the pulse of solar and wind power energy, but where is this company out of? Headquartered out of Italy. Oh, okay. And this is their U.S. branch mm-hmm. doing this, but I think primarily their interest got peaked when the federal government started throwing money at renewable in- <clears throat> renewable industries. Oh, uh, okay. And again, Sounds I think good. we've done a good job of courting these big companies to do manufacturing in the state of Oklahoma. I I don't see anything but positive. I mean, I don't either. State. But I mean, over the last decade, three billion dollars sunk into wind energy, and we're it's still relatively relatively unproven yeah, but, in a. But that cons- that didn't come out of the well, state I, coffers. Well, I know, but that's a lot of money to invest in something that we still haven't really have we really reaped the benefits from that yet. Us, well, we don't reap the benefits. Yeah. Like I don't understand why you keep trying to say us because. We did reap the benefit because we had all of the employees build that shit. Now the investors might not see well, their yeah. $3 billion back, but that's not us. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm just asking what was the purpose of wind farms initially? Same thing. Okay. Like it's a percentage of the electricity comes from wind and nobody has to, after you build the thing, you don't have to do anything but plug your hair dryer into it. Have you watched some of those catch on fire before? It's pretty yes. cool. It's crazy. Yeah, though, Anil said that they've already invested more than $3 billion over the last uh, decade in 13 wind farms across Oklahoma that generate more than 2 gigawatts of annual production, and they also have a regional office in Oklahoma City, so it made a lot of sense for them to build their solar panel manufacturing here in Oklahoma as they already had a presence. I would agree with that. 3 billion percent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you want more information on that news story, we'll include a link in the show notes. Well, if you want to listen to us blow hot air via our uh, wind energy, all you have to do is do the right thing. Be a messenger. Be a, a good steward. Be a be a part of our street team. Tell everyone. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Tell everyone about us. Tell them how educated we sound. You know how... You know how much Harley has to edit me to where I sound like I have a, a basic education. Tell more people about us. Yes, just leave out the part about Brett's about math. Brett about <laughs> Brett's math. Well, this has been the Only No Case Show. New episodes every week. I'm Brett and I'm Harley, and we're out of here. Peace. Casaromo Cochina Mexicana is a family-owned and operated Mexican restaurant in downtown Ormo. Uh, it's in an old historic building, and you can tell the owners and the staff really take pride in their work because uno, dos, tres, and uh, <laughs> buenvenidos. <laughs> we knock it out of the park every time. You ask me if I've read it or not. That requires me to memorize it. If I need to start Dude, memorizing some you things, you legitimately told me I don't 
I don't do well if I hadn't read it first. I I'm also said to you how many times, cup of coffee, oh yeah, cup of coffee in the morning, yeah. No, let's go. You know who it is? Um, yeah, Randy Savage. You know, Randy Savage? You're such a... It's freaking macho man, Randy Savage. You never say Randy Savage. Who he and I are that? on a first name basis. I call him Randy. Uh, R- Randall. Randall Savage. <laughs> That's what the, the metric system. He's Randall so Randall Savage. Will you stop? Cut this out if you have to, but that guy's a real wiener head. But anyway... <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that I'm on the spectrum because everybody is now, but I think I was on the spectrum before everybody was. <laughs> you are the spectrum. When was that? Sorry, I forgot. God dang. Three, two, one. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, you want to see my impression oh. of Brett? I'd like to adjust the mic and get it where I want it, for God's sake. Yeah, but you do it during a conversation. Like when you're on the, like finding your groove, you're right. really like, I'm really blown away by what you're saying. I'm like, so you're what? Are we talking about ribs right now? Because oh, I like ribs. Oh, Lordy. Is there anything, all the funny stuff you have to cut out. You notice that? Like the real good stuff. You're why most of the conversations sound like Shucky Darns. Because you edit all the good stuff out so we can, dude. I've I I've edit. heard some stuff where you splice some shit together. I'm like, there's that did not happen. That was, <laughs> this is 20 minutes apart, <laughs> for sure. And welcome to the because, asshole. That's because what you, here's the here's what happens. We're talking, and you're like, yeah, that was a that was a great movie. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't like it. And you're like, you're never gonna believe this one. You should have hung out, man. You should have stuck around. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, All right. Remember that real quick? You remember that joke from David Tell's album? He's like, you shouldn't have hung out, man. The Dixie chick showed up and even the, yes. the kid Although, in the Star Trek shit. Can we talk about something that's going to be on the show? That's going to be in the outtakes? What? You said during the last outtakes that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 had made $500 million we domestically. About, so, okay. And it is now, a week later, up to $625 million globally. Okay, I made a mistake! Again. God. So, here's the, here's the ranking system, and I need your help on this. What is, what, why is this the hill you want to die on? Here, I don't understand. No, here's the ranking okay, system. Okay, let's hear it. It's like my top ten on Mount Rushmore. No, you just it's keep like going. You can look at it on Yelp, and they'll tell you God. a five means you loved it. Here we go. A four. Here we go. A four means that you liked it. You're gonna your dog. You're gonna dog me out on my three. A three means that you were indifferent to it. A two means that you didn't <laughs> like it, and a one means that you hated it. Listen, fifteen years, and only in the last seven or eight have I started bringing my mathematics into our equation. My sixty percent. My sixty percent say. Seventy percent say. You know my math is always wrong. Yeah, but this is simple. It's five five different things. I don't base my... Why would I want to be Love, like Yelp? like, yep. indifferent, hate, or didn't like, hate. The five commandments. That's it. So if you say three, I loved it, I gave it a three, that doesn't make any damn sense. Okay, what... Oh, you're right, it doesn't. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was wrong. I loved it. Unless it was a three out of three. Can What's a four out of five? A four out of five means you liked it. A five out of five means that you loved it. <laughs> What's a five out of six? 
that I that there I there is no five what out of six. What there's, six no, <laughs> there's no base six rating system anywhere. Tell me how. <laughs> Tell me how hypothetically, if it's a four out of five, that four is not love. It, there, what what's after love? What's the next? What's the? There the, is no next. That's the top of the deal. You loved fabulous. it. Fabulous. No, you I fabulous it. It's five. Five okay, is so. the top. There's nothing beyond five. I made a mistake. I got home late. It was a late show. Okay, and I just. But here's the thing. If you if you're doing it right, the minute your bullshit comes out, when you get called out on it, you gotta ride that thing. I can't. You can't switch back. You can. You can. You can totally change your mind at any point in time. But is that a victory? Is that a victory, or am I am I conceding defeat, or just what am I doing if I say, okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a five out of five. You're adjusting your expectations. Okay. You're adjusting. I've had time to think about it, and you think it's a five out of five for me. Yes. You have still yet to give me the concrete dude, evidence as to why you don't like the movie. Dude, I literally, on the last episode, I literally gave you, in a row, six distinct reasons per your request. Give me your yeah. five, give me five reasons, you said. And you gave and me six. I gave you one, and you go, hold on, is that your top? I'm like, this is no, there's no scale here. These okay. are five okay. things that I hated about the movie individually, right. and I, I ended you. up giving you six. There was nothing redeeming about that movie. Nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing? There was not one part of that movie that I liked. Hmm. I liked all of it. Except I had took some issue. I did I liked all a, of it. But except it, the parts no, that I didn't like. Okay, so can I love a movie and have have yes. some small small gripes? Yeah. Okay. My gripes are minimal. It's some of the rocket stuff. The the I just was a little uncomfortable with the the animal cruelty stuff, it just kind of felt too dark for me. Okay. That's my biggest gripe. What about the CGI? Did you love it? I mean, that kind of, I wrapped that up in it a little bit too. It was a little bit too cartoony. Don't you think? I didn't like the CGI at all. In any of it? Mm-hmm. The biggest issues I took with it were with the animals. The CGI, mm, I agree with you. And I think I said it before. I agree with you on the the villain. Mm-hmm. He was a little, little too one-dimensional. Trying he wasn't to be... a little too one-dimensional. He was 100% one-dimensional. Okay. He had no extra dimensions at all. I read some reviews because I was like, I'm convinced. You're trying to find a way to not no. to like it? or No, what? I'm convinced that all of the data on the internet about how good it is, you know, all of the ratings, all of the reviews, where it's like, it's got 79%. on. I'm like, 79% is too high. So I'm going and looking at the yeah. reviews, and it was, you know, 64, 64% on Metacritic. And I'm like, yeah. that's too high. Like, I feel like, so I was looking at the, some of the reviews, and it really kills me how many people review shit based one-dimensionally. Are you just looking at reviews to go, to, just to see how many people agree with you? Or no. just to kind of get a general consensus? No, I was literally, I literally think that the reviews are bullshit. Like they're yeah. pumped up with other oh. people's bullshit, like paid they're, sponsorships. They, they review bomb the shit out of movies, especially if it's if they want to. Right, which yeah, is yeah, why, yeah, yeah. which is why on opening night it had three hundred and seventy nine positive reviews on. on right, uh, it was at a hundred opening night, and by the next day it was at a you know seventy seventy nine yeah seventy nine. But it was three hundred and seventy nine 
like day one, and then three weeks later, it's still 379. I'm like, what the hell? Here are my top five Marvel. Number one. Why do you have to have a top five Marvel? Because I have to. So, uh, Winter Soldier. I thought you were going to say Silver Surfer. <laughs> yeah, Silver Surfer. Yeah, nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. You know what? The, <laughs> you almost really, said it. They really botched that. I was real with Rise of Silver Surfer. I just knew this was the Fantastic Four movie we've been waiting for. And then we expected to get Doom. And then we expected to get Galactus at some point. Anyway, Winter Soldier number one. Number two, Iron Hold Man. On. Number one as in top of the list? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because it was a Marvel movie, but dude, it was like a like a night the seventies, eighties like crime thriller. I don't give. I I don't. Are you think I'm? You think I'm? I'm being too. No, I I can't argue. No, I can't argue your list. It's your list. But I just you think Iron Man needs to be at the top. I dude, I think Iron Man is the. It's the pinnacle. It was the mold. Yeah, no Iron Man, no MCU in my opinion. But yeah, I agree as far as what I like, I'm going to go Winter Soldier number one, Iron Man number two, Thor Ragnarok number three, four Civil War five. Do you go? Do you go Infinity Part one and two? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I. Those are mine personally. Hmm. It, honorable mention. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? Where was Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in that list? Honorable mention. Let me finish. Now, there is no honorable mention in the top five. And on top of that, you were trying to squeeze in two movies into one of your they're deals. They're basically one movie. No, they're not. They're two different movies. You oh, can only you go, you go don't get to take the whole box set with you when you go to your desert island with your top fives. Well, I will we'll agree to disagree. No, there's no disagreement. It is a. It was a movie that you had to pay a ticket price for, yeah. and then you went to a different movie and paid a ticket price for that. Those are two movies. Okay. I, get, I mean, you've got a fair argument. Do what you're going to do. What are you going to do? So you go ahead and open the show. Three, don't, two, don't. Please one. don't. Please don't. <laughs> we have a better chance of not getting canceled if I do it. I don't think that's true at all. Cocina uh, Romo Cocina. No, that's not it, Harley. Casa Romo close all right <laughs> you're like no it's not it's actually casa romo yeah it's casa romo all right bro. it's casa romo bro okay got you <laughs> you ready three two one and welcome to the show today we're just three two one as far as pre-show noises i may have the 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 freaking microphone apnea yeah dude i'm telling you but as far as the pre-game like asmr i know it's me it's the it's the uh, Stephen Crowder, and you've been doing it, bef- but you but you've been doing it before, Stephen. Oh yeah, Crowder. no, I yeah. Stephen Crowder stole that shit from me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm not making noise, dude. <laughs> Mister Three Two One. Three Two One. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Casa de Romo Cochina Mexicana. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. I don't. Okay, ready. Three Two One. And welcome to the show today. We're today, 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 mate, today, mate. This is for all of our friends in New Zealand and Australia. Today, they're like, no, it's today, and we don't even say goodbye. It's today or tomorrow. You know, if you're from Australia, you're going Mick Dundee. I think Mick Dundee did less for the Australians in general than anyone else did. He's done less than crocodiles have because he got Americans going goodbye, mate. Shrimp on the Bobby, you know what I mean? Like 
I don't. He, he didn't you, do the shrimp on the barbecue. I know, but okay. And then Outback comes along, and everybody that goes to Outback's like, I'll take the Alice Springs chicken in the Aborigine bunt cake. Like, you know what I mean? Do they have an Abor- Aborigine bunt cake? I don't you know, know if they the, do. The thing that the thing that kills me to no end. What? There's Outback steakhouses in Australia. In Australia. Golly. To me, it feels like in Australia, it should be different than here. It should be like a showbiz pizza where you go in and it's just a bunch of Yanks dancing around, you know, and they're little wearing New York Yankee hats and looking like Americans. That's funny, though. Is there really? You're yeah. kidding no, me. No, I'm not kidding you. That's meta. Is that meta? Consider I don't meta. know. It's weird. How many people eat there? It's got to, dude, it's got to be made up entirely of, of people. Americans? Yeah, that like have, people traveling. Oh, here come the tourists. Get ready, mate. <laughs> I bet you, if you work there and your, and your customer base is mainly American, you really pump up. Yeah, dude. You yeah. punch up the Australian stuff. Oh, for sure. Like, I got to imagine that the Outback Steakhouse in Australia is like it's the freaking dinner theater right it's uh it's Mo- the molly murphy's <laughs> restaurant experience as you go in and go um they're like can i can i get a different knife they're like that's not a knife this is a knife like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Boston's. what if there was a boomerang they have a boomerang grill in australia don't forget to come back <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah hang on here I'm looking Outback Steakhouse, Australia. Thing. Swear to God, how many of them? I want to know how many there are. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight locations of Outback Steakhouse in Australia: Wollongong, Wentworthville, yeah. Wentworthville, dude, come on, yeah, Penrith, uh, Parklea, Pacific Fair, North Strathfield, Aspley, and Campbelltown. There's nothing in Melbourne. Melbourne. Is it Melbourne? I don't know. Queensland? Budweiser. Australian for American. You can't get... But you know, somebody did something. It's been years ago. And an Australian was like, things that Americans do that they think is Australian that we don't. Like Foster's isn't... It's not their... It, it's not Australian for beer. Over there. They, have, they have a different... They like different... You know what I mean? It's like Canadian bacon here is actually... You ask a Canadian, it's cured ham. It's not Canadian bacon. It's called ham, bro. Isn't Canadian bacon, by its own admission, kind of, it's almost kind of racist, isn't it? Are we just assuming that it's Canadian? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's like French fries. Freedom fries. Freedom fries, man. I don't want no Bud Light. Give me Budweiser. They're made by the same company. Shit. <laughs> Give me some of that Canadian bacon. It killed itself, right? <laughs> um. Yeah, it did. Let's see. I have a food... Com- Complaint? Thing. No. Mm. Why would I have a food thing? Did you know that 84% of all people that decide to either become vegan or vegetarian? Based on what? Huh? Is it a basis for why they... Okay, go no, ahead. No. 84% of all people that become vegan or vegetarian quit within 90 days. I did. I went six months. That means that you're outside of the 84%. 84%, dude. I fi- Finally, I'm within a statistic that really... My st- my percentage in, st- in statistics never make sense. They never line up with the actual <laughs> science. That I, makes that makes me the 87th percentile, right? Hey, man, I'm 1%er, dude. No, that doesn't mean you're a 1%er. That means... 
<laughs> I, I'm as rich as Elon Musk. Do the math. I'll, that means I'm 90%, dude. No, that's not what that means. <laughs> Can we do this? Yeah. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. Today. I quit. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. No. And welcome to the show today. No. And welcome to the show today. Right. And welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about blah, blah, blah. Or welcome to the show today. Welcome to the day. Blah, blah, blah has really good Mexican food. Have you we, heard about blah, blah, blah? We say blah, blah, blah when we can't pronounce the words. Anyway, three, two, one. <laughs>